Fucking Skyrim. Oh man, so much Skyrim! All the Skyrim. Let's go back to a week ago when we were like, why does why is everyone excited about Skyrim? Annie and I both picked up Skyrim <laughs> on a total whim. And now we have it's been destroyed my life. It punched us both in the anus. I've done nothing but play Skyrim. Hey Bill, let's talk about what we've done the last week. What have you done the last week, Bill? Yeah, well at least I've done some stuff that's not no, Skyrim. No, here's what I've done. I've explored Skyrim. <laughs> this has been my week this has been my week for the last week. <coughs> I wake up about four hours before work. Mm-hmm. I have a wonderful breakfast and coffee with my beautiful girlfriend. And I play Skyrim for three hours and then I go to work and then I come back from how work many, and how many hours. Well, we can talk about Skyrim. We're, okay, we, we're going to talk about Skyrim. We're in danger of, of starting. The, this so, is uh, yeah. Needless what to say, else have we is, been doing? This is the Skyrim episode of Boy Howdy Podcast. <laughs> we may have thought we're, we're going to oh, talk we're, about other things. It's going to be all Skyrim all the time. Originally, we were going to talk about cartoons because a Snow White trailer came out this week, and I thought me and Annie have been. I'm smacking the table again. I'm sorry, Dad. Annie and I we've been talking forever about how we're going to watch all the Disney feature movies. Yeah, because the animated. Yeah. in a row Bill's not seen them and I have seen them all but not as an adult person with thoughts and feelings about film uh, yeah so we were going to get together and watch Snow White this week that didn't happen because of Skyrim, Skyrim. nothing has so happened in my life maybe that'll be next week we'll have to see what ha- what Skyrim, Skyrim does to us for the next week It'll yeah, be, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we were going to talk about cartoons and uh, Looney Tunes stuff because the Looney Tunes Blu-rays just came out this week and they're really good. But uh, I got a chance to watch them Annie and I together. Have not get a chance to watch any. It's cute. I was watching Robin Hood Daffy. Yeah, when he swings and he hits all the trees down. See, I have that because that's on the Errol Flynn Robin Hood. Uh, oh, God. DVD. oh, it does also have the uh, the Robin Hood uh, Bugs Bunny cartoon where Errol Flynn yeah. shows up at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. Um, but anyway, so what else been going on? What do you, what have you been doing that's not Skyrim all week? Um. Nothing. Nothing, actually. Let's talk about what you've been doing, because it's been appalling. Oh, man, so this really is going to be the bill session of the podcast. That's right. Well, no, we can talk a little bit, so, right? We saw, in the last, like, week or so, we saw two trailers for Snow White. Yeah. Um... Tarsem, Snow White, and uh, uh, what's his fuck? What's her fuck? Who is making the the quote unquote know. good one? I don't even know. All I know All about I know it- it's 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 fugly uh, face. <laughs> All I know is that it's trying really hard to go for the grim fantasy, sort of like the dark fantasy sort of thing. The Twilight one? The t- well, yeah. Well, it's not. It's got Charlize Theron coming out of latex. Yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> That's in there? Char- no, Charlize Theron is the Wicked Witch, which oh. is kind of brilliant. I wasn't even looking at that. I am less interested just because it's Thor she as She still the is Miss, uh, uh, Mr. F to <laughs> Mr. me. Mr. F. I think the same thing. <laughs> Whenever I see her and she's not a fucked up, ugly person, I can't I assume she's Mr. F. I expect her to have a raccoon skin cap with a big old flower on it that may or may not be a camera. <laughs> but no, that looks like the good trailer. Yeah, Mayor, okay. Mayor, the trailer familiar. I can't even speak. I'm so fucking... That looks so fucking terrible. Okay, okay. I will say this about Tarsem. 
I love Tarsem. He is a beautiful filmmaker. His narratives are not his strong point. I went to go see The Immortals this the weekend. The Immortals was... Okay, so the that Immortals, is something you've done. There, excuse me. I saw Immortals. I stopped playing um, Skyrim <laughs> briefly enough to go see a film. Is it about Greek shit? Oh, yeah. It's about Theseus. Which one was that? Theseus is the one who fucks up the Minotaur and does some other shit. Does he fuck up the Minotaur? Oh, yeah. The Minotaur it's actually cool. kind of cute. Yes. Minotaur is, okay. The Minotaur is a dude with the fucked up um, helmet that's made of barbed wire that's in the shape of, of a bull's head. Jesus. Is it's, he all well, bloody on the inside? Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing about Tarsem. Tarsem is an... If you can just forgive everything else and just bask in the visuals, he's a fucking amazing filmmaker. I've seen great trailers for his movies. Because, <laughs> like, The Immortals is just beautiful. What's like, his, all the what, armor design what's and What's his first name? Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Man, any director is my name's my name's Hat. <laughs> my name is Pork Chill. You know what? Shut up. No, Tarsem, I mean, fucking Immortals is beautiful, and the, the climactic fight scene between um, Henry Cavill and what's his name? Oh god. What's his uh, name? Creep Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. I was about to say creepy angry fuck. Yeah. Mickey Rourke, Mickey Rourke, Rourke plays Hyperion. Oh. And there is a brutal climactic fight scene between the two of them that is more like a brawl than anything else, and f- really is messes re- them both up. Is 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 Mickey Rourke all shaved and greasy like everyone else, like in the trailers? Ish, ish, yeah. He's got he's like they they totally costume him in such a way that he just seems like a thick brute. Yeah, because he's a big thick gummy guy. But he he's just a brutal oh, he's a brutal ass in that. Really had plastic great. surgery and. Uh, Greek afterlife. Yeah, what, no, dude. <laughs> if you watch, if you watch the Immortals, everyone's had a little work done. However, Henry Cavill may be the most beautiful man I have ever seen in a film. Yeah, Jesus Lord, the All whole I know, film. I kept turning over. Superman, right? Yeah, and I was like, who is this guy? And then I saw the Immortals. I'm like, I like this guy. I'm ready to have a boner for Superman. Is he a good the actor? Too, movie, or is he just hot? He's fine. Okay. He, there's really not much for him to do in the movie other than be a bad. Is his body hot or is his face hot? Which is which? No, he's oh. a cutie. He's got the. You dimple. guys are the worst lesbians. <laughs> oh my the whole time god! Doing you guys are not allowed to go home and go down on each other after talking about Henry Cavill like this. The whole during the movie, I kept turning to Foley, going, "He is nice looking. He is well put together." I sure about halfway through the movie, Foley was like, "Enough! Please stop talking god, to me it? about how beautiful he is." He's, really he's like stupidly gorgeous yeah. during the entire film. I could not get over it. Man, you're not selling this movie, <laughs> man. What am I? If I don't think Charlize <laughs> Theron is hot, and I'm like Henry Cavill. Uh, what um, am I? Like, yeah. No, and, like, all the, the set, like, all the, the, the landscape design and everything was beautiful, and, like... The story like, was okay? The story's fine. Okay. It was serviceable. You said it was his story's been getting better with his movies. Well, that's only because he goes from... He, he just started out with those total... No. Oh, oh okay. no. He just shows up whatever script you have. But he's getting hire, more and okay. more comprehensible as a filmmaker. Well, no, he'll go... He wrote The Fall. Well, in as much as The Fall was written. Right, that's true. The Fall was largely an improv film because he's mostly a commercial director. And so he, what he'd be doing, he'd be out filming like a commercial for Coca-Cola and he'd call up all his actors and go, hey, I've got this amazing... He's like, hey, Pushing Daisies guy. Yeah, he's like, Haley Pace, you're pretty. Put on some eyeliner. Come on out. Still hey, Pushing Daisies. What the? F- See, this is hate- why I can't trust your opinion about The Fall because you hate Pushing Daisies. I don't hate Pushing Daisies. Here's the thing. You I'll watch know. The Fall if you watch more Pushing Daisies. <laughs> The here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, the link here you. is that the guy, the main character from Pushing Daisies, is the main character. Is he the main character in the fall? He is. He's All I know in the, the trailer, he wears a silly hat. <laughs> no, and it's the pie Here's maker. the thing. I don't hate Pushing Daisies as much it's as I Brian love Wonderfalls. Shut up. Oh, Shut up. Shut up. Oh, he wrote on Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. It all comes around. Shut up. Shut up. 
You know what? I'm not even the one who had liquor tonight, too. That's the best part. (laughs) No, so Wonderfalls, I loved. Wonderfalls hit me so unexpectedly and resonated with me so profoundly. Yeah. Wonderfalls, I love because Wonderfalls is about characters who are bitter and cynical and worn down by life, but has a thread of hope and happiness and optimism, whereas Pushing Daisies is on the surface all bright and sunshiny and happy days and, like, child's tale and is actually fucking fucked up and dark and bitter. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a great show. Anyway. I, I don't doubt it, but that's not how it rolls for that, me. That also did not happen this week. <laughs> what did that happen this week? Pushing daisies. I don't understand your joke. I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm done talking about pushing daisies. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what, so, okay, so, uh, uh, whatever the Immortals hell. is good if you can turn off your brain. It's beautiful. Mirror Mirror is weird, because it's like, it's like fucking Martin Scorsese directed a Shrek movie. Yeah, no. It's the, like, the form does his, not follow. With his artificial bullshit, with that, those crappy-ass jokes, it just looks crummy. <laughs> It, like, it cheapens his visuals into just looking like a bunch of douchebags on a set, and it's a movie that I don't watch. I don't know, man. It's like, I don't know what I want, what movie I want Tarsem to do. Man, man, a Metroid movie. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. You're no, no there was another director with one name who was supposed to be doing the, uh, the Metroid movie. No, wait, no. He directed, was his name Pitoff? <laughs> but you look so excited. I just, oh no, he directed the cat. That's what happened to the last person in Hollywood who had one name. He, they, they directed the Catwoman oh, movie. God. This is a uh, mirror, mirror is Tarsem's Catwoman movie. That's what it looks like. Oh dear. I'm just saying. So what else happened? Oh, okay, you did Immortals and Skyrim. That's that, that, what I do. What I do. Bill, what did you do? Oh, I reread Scarlet. Rereading Scarlet. Scarlet. Scarlet is Brian Michael Bendis' comic about an anarchist in Portland. Oh. Which is really kind of fucked up. Well, no, because during all the Occupy, all the Occupy shit, there was a rally in downtown Portland, and he was tweeting about how, oh, man, they're actually rallying where I was actually, had scripted out where they were going to rally in the next book of Scarlet. Did he run down there and take some reference for He should have, if he's a smart man. He just traced no, it. No, but, no, it's really fucked up weird to read Scarlet is in the good? context of, it's okay. I think what I object to Scarlet is that it's about a woman who's, um, um, who falls in love with this man, and he's killed by a corrupt cop. And so her solution is, well, clearly I have to overthrow the world order. She kills the cop, and then keeps taking it up and ratcheting up. And I think what, one of the things I have an issue with is that she over-sexualizes herself almost immediately. Why? Like, the cover of the book is her in this tank top with red tape crossed against her nipples. Who publishes? Um, Icon, actually, which is Marvel's creator-owned imprint. Just because it's always easy to assume that the big mainstream publishers are going to have, like, the tits and shit on their I don't know. I was just, that was that something that really disappoints me? That they would have a protagonist who's this strong female character who felt the need to sexualize herself. Yeah. And that kind of pushed me away from the book. Was this just a single issue that you read? Well, no, it's a it's a the first it's a volume of the novel? book, and oh, okay. he's probably going to do other volumes. If he was smart, he would have had them out six months ago. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Cash in all so this just shit. came out this week? No, it came out a while ago. I, oh, okay. I actually had read it before, but I reread it in the context of all Occupy Portland. It's but it's good, other other than the sexualization. Oh, I mean, shit. and really, it's not that bad. I don't mean to over. Oh, I know, but that. I can see if that just kind of the weird cherry on top that kind I of love, like ruins the whole. Experience I have always stuff. loved and identified with Bendis's female characters, and this is one that I struggle with because at the end of the day, you've never that's talked about female characters because you've always you, you love is Spider Man, but I, I never hear you talk about the female. Well, characters. what I love most about it is Spider Man is all the female characters. That's why I'm so fucking worried about the new Ultimate Spider Man, Miles Morales. I think Miles is a great character. He took out all he performed a chick act to me from his comic. I'm so excited that Miles Morales just met Spider-Woman in the context of Ultimate Spider-Man because yeah. that's going to be like the only chick who's Where in the comic world. Where are Mary Jane and Susan? 
Susan. Oh, what's the mom's name? Not the Aunt mom. May. Aunt May. Where are they? Aunt May and um, Gwen Stacy took Iron Man up on his offer what? to fly them anywhere this in the world. This is a rebooted continuity? Well, it's not. Re- it's in the same continuity. Peter Parker oh, died. Peter Parker terribly. died. That's right. I forgot about that. He oh. was murdered oh. in front of his home. Miles Morales does not know any females. He does not know any women. Hey, guess what? No me gusta. <laughs> Where does he live? Does he still live in New York? <laughs> he does. He goes to a, he just got into a no magnet women? school. How old well, is he? I mean, he's, no, that's the thing. He's like an 11 year old boy, maybe 12. Uh, okay. He's a tiny little boy and he goes to school and I wish he, his best friend is this kind of chubby Asian boy. Yeah. And it's kind of great. Oh, so there's your tits. <laughs> that's because I want to see. Oh, Bill. Um, no, it just makes me sad because the best moments in Ultimate Spider-Man came from... Because Bendis writes good women. He does. Yeah. When he wants to. Okay. And it made me... So- <laughs> you know what? You're, you're telling great. me. I, I, feel, I just realized it's stupid for me to agree with you because I've never read his comics. So I'm just this like, yeah. Be the episode of Boy Howdy, Howdy where we just monologue at each other <laughs> about things we feel strongly about. Anyway, Look the end. More. Miles Morales needs to learn meet some ladies. So you know what's really great though is that so he just met Spider Woman, and in the Ultimate Universe, Spider Woman is a clone of Peter oh, Parker. Right, yeah. And in fact, she has all the memories of Peter Parker's life. See, that's being a cool. boy. Yeah. Until abruptly, she's a woman and has to figure out her own life. We you had to learn how to be st- uh, sitting down. That's also. right. Yeah. That's right. And so I'm really curious to see what Aww. the hell what Spider Woman has to yeah, say Spider-Woman about this situation. Spider Woman should be the main character then. That'd be great. I want to see all about their, that. Could Don't get me wrong. If I were writing Spider Man, that would be a whole year of the comic about him just figuring out what to do with his tits. <laughs> Like, trying to figure out how to buy tampons, going to the OBGYN for the first time, spiderwebs flying out. Whoops, sorry. I'm just going to let you keep going. I'm just saying, yeah. Maybe he's got a little hole where spiderwebs come out as a lady. I'm just saying, and that would be more biologically correct than his wrists. I'm just saying. Or maybe, oh wait, spiders barf? (laughs) Do you guys ever see the flower Jeff Goldblum? He barfs on donuts. It's hilarious. He's all like, hey, Gina Davis, give us some donuts. And Gina Davis is like, here's some pound donuts. And he just goes, blah. It's the best. What else going on? Bill, are you finished? No. Uh, what else happened this week? I can't read. I'm going to put my glasses back on. I'm tired. Here, I'll read your list. Bill has a list because Bill. Bill is the king consistent. of lists. Bill, did you play Mario Land 3D this yes, week? Yes, I did. So good. It's the, yeah, uh, it came out, it was, it's, it's scrumptious. <laughs> I just want to lick its teeth. I played the first level, it looks very cute. Oh, was that the first level you played? Yeah, I've yeah no, it's, it's the 3D, st- you know what, the 3D is not actually important that the game, there's one or, t- there's just a small handful of, like, 3D little puzzle rooms that the 3D yeah. is kind of important for it. Uh, half the time, I'm kind of wondering if anyone else is playing it with the 3D on, because you kind of move the control, you know, it's, it's the depth of field for the yeah. 3D on the 3DS is so shallow, the, mo- yeah. mo- the moment you, uh, start moving the 3DS around, it totally fucks that up. And Mario's so about, like, precise timing and jumping and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, Legend of Zelda over in Arena of Time remake, that wasn't so important because, you know, you're not jumping, you're fighting and stuff like that, but, like, yeah. it's a little more on rails. With Mario, it's, like, such precision movement and jumping and shit like That's that. True. Like, the 3D, when it fucks up, totally fucks up your game and you're dying and shit like that. But it's, no, it's, it's, it's really good. It's actually one of the best Mario games in a while. I actually like it a little bit better than the Galaxy games. I will say this <laughs> about, about playing that little bit of Super Mario, or Mario Land 3D. Yeah. It did make me want to buy my mom a 3D and send it to her. Oh, really? Which, Does you know, like I can't a, say wait, anything else. Wait, she likes Mario games. My, right? my, my little sister, <clears throat> my mom and I, we all played the hell out oh, of Super man. Mario for the Super Nintendo. Hmm. We all love that game. Oh, that's right, because like, the 3DS is cheaper. You could actually, it would not be more that much more expensive than buying a DS. No. 
Sounds like a Nintendo commercial. This side. <laughs> and this new little you know what, it'd be the perfect Christmas gift. The, I don't need to buy my mom jack shit. She just bought an iPad, and she's just gonna, like oh. angry birds till she dies. I haven't told you that. Yeah, my mom got an iPad. She's really excited about it because but she um, does not need. That's need that's the story of the world right there. She does not need a DS. You know? She has an iPad. Though that reminds me, I need to. And tell then right now she hears Miyamoto. It's his birthday as we record. Right now he hears us saying that, and he's just like <laughs> looking for a gun to put to his temple and blow his brains out because game's over. Um, uh, but uh, yeah. So, okay, uh, anything interesting about your mom? She bought an iPad. That's it? Okay. She's excited about ebooks. Is she? Did she buy any ebooks? She has. She's bought a few. Okay. Um, uh, my my parents called me up this weekend, and they, they're uh, thinking about buying a uh, Kindle Fire. Mm. Like, you, you See, my mom did the Kindle thing, except that my mom it works with um, teachers and children, and she wanted to be able to look at e-children's books. Okay. And you can't... She, the base model of Kindle that she had, she couldn't do that. Yeah, I can see the Fire doing... Well, the iPad can do more, because it could, like... it. It's yeah. not, You're just not limited to the Kindle store. You can just buy all the, like, yeah. the, the children's books apps and shit like that, yeah. which are all animated and shit like that. Yeah. I am so excited, because I never have to worry about buying my mother another Christmas or birthday present for the rest of my life, because I'm just going to send her iPad, iTunes gift cards. Oh, that's a really good idea. I'm done. Or, like, get, like, oh, with that's e-books it. and shit like that, man. I'm going to use probably all that swear jar money... Too. All that sort of money is just going to go right to my mom's iPod or I, iTunes gift card. Oh, speaking of uh, stuff, I am in the middle of uh, uh, still reading Stephen King's new book on the... Did I talk about this last yeah, week? On the iPad? About uh, everyone should go out and read. If you're going to read Stephen King's new book, everyone should go out and read It first. Mm-hmm. Did I mention this last week? Every time the you tell me about It... The first quarter of the book takes place in Derry, Maine, which is the setting uh, of uh, It, which... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, the, the, it's the stories about this guy, Time Trails, back in 1958, uh, which is also right after the events of all the kids' stuff in It, where... Uh, yeah, what did which I tell you about Which is your favorite part of It, right? Yeah, It is... Th- the the kids' stuff in It, the half of It, the book It, that takes place in uh, 1958 is some of the best kids' stuff I've ever read in any book. Right up there with Lord of the Flies. Those, yeah. those are two of the best representations of how kids You know why act. I like Lord of the Flies more? Because it doesn't end with them all fucking each other. I, you know, every time I talk about it to people, that's, people have not even read the book yet. Like you, that's all I know about the books. All the kids that end up fucking at the end. Spoilers, all the kids end up fucking at the end of it. It doesn't make any sense, too, because they kill, they kill the monster. And they're like, how did we get out of this cave? We fuck each other. It's like the Magoonie suddenly turned into Caligula at the end. And that magically got them out. Um, it's not even they crawl into the girl's cave or anything like that. It's not even that kind of metaphor. Well, in the book, it's the metaphor is it. Because people talk about it as being a monster, but also it is sex in growing up. It's kind of, you have to read is it. Is it? Yeah. Are you it, kidding the, me? Quote, unquote, it, the monster is also like. Are you telling me that Stephen King personified <laughs> sex as a weird clown yeah, monster? Of the Boy Howdy podcast yet. I'm looking at the laptop and there is so much of the spiked audio. Oh, God. I apologize. We're going to have to like cut the volume down by half on this. <laughs> anyway, so I've been reading that. Yeah, no, uh, I, I had a couple people on my Twitter feeds list have been like, oh, what do you think of the new Stephen King book? And like, enough of the book takes place in Derry uh, and it has enough allusions to it that if you do have the time, I would read it first. At least the kid half of uh, it that takes place in 1958, which is good. Just the, uh, the moment they start taking the pants off, 
close the book. Let's start up this new book. Skip that part. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, anyway, going back to Mario, uh, Mario is good. There's a lot of allusions to old Mario games. All the music in the game is all just like uh, uh, old Mario tunes, kind of yeah. like remixed and stuff like that. And, uh, no, it's, it's, it's very cute. Uh, this game should have been the launch title for the 3DS. The 3DS... This I just understand proves, why they didn't do that. This just proves that the 3DS should have been coming out now. This should have been the launch title for well, the 3DS. Well, here's the thing, though. There's the thing about Nintendo. No one told them no. No one rolled up a newspaper, hit them on the nose, no, and said, because, bad, yeah. you can't lead with hardware. Because they could. Yeah. They could. For the last however many years, they could lead with hardware. Well, that, like, well they got lucky with the Wii just because they got lucky with the Wii. All. They, they just happened to have uh, the last Zelda game on deck for the GameCube, and they just bumped it up to the Wii. And Dude, do not look at me and tell me that that's what sold the Wii. No, it, it did wasn't. not. Fucking to all Wii the casuals sports. that really made it the huge thing. Yeah. It was Wii Sports, exactly. Yeah. And that game I'm took that game took five minutes to produce. <laughs> Fucking someone made that by accident. <laughs> And Shigeru Miyamoto's all like, oh, they, you know what? That's our launch title for the next thing. They their keyboard and actually... <laughs> I know, exactly. Jesus Christ. So, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah Nintendo, uh, getting, it's almost like hubris is a bad thing for giant companies. Um, so yeah, no, uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers is great. Uh, uh, pointer tip. Yes. If you're playing Super Mario 3DS, uh, whenever you beat uh, a stage, you get a letter uh, from Princess Peach. She sends you a little... Like, help me! I'm being captured again! And it's a picture of her, like, being attacked by monsters and shit like that. If you waggle the 3DS, the the picture shape, like, all the elements on the picture shape, because they're all, like, on three different, uh, oh, like, yeah? parts, like, de- different depths of the picture. Yeah. And things wiggle and stuff. Like, it's yeah. it's cute. It's not worth spending <laughs> Pro tip. $250 to get the 3DS. Shit. Yeah, exactly. But it's cute. If you have a 3DS, Pro it's definitely tip, worth if you want to smile, yeah. wiggle your 3DS. So that is uh, Super Mario uh, whatever. Let's see what else is on your list. We already yelled about various Snow Whites. Man, you know why I'm not interested in Snow White? The snow, uh, the other Snow White trailer oh, with yeah. Kirsten Stewart is because they spent enough time talking on various movie sites about who was going to be the Huntsman. That I like I, Thor dude enough. He's fine. Oh, is that who that is? Okay. Yeah, it's Thor. Who, Kirk's by the dad. way, Don't, who, by the way, I was going to say, here's where Foley pipes up. Because here's the thing. Two generations in Foley's family have a crush on Thor. Foley has a crush on Thor. And Foley's dad has a crush on Thor. <laughs> Wait, Thor who? Thor, the dude who played Thor. Chris Hemsworth what? or whatever. Yeah, Foley's dad would never say, he would never use the words, I have a crush. But he saw Thor. And so he, it's like me and Daniel Craig. He grew his hair out. What? Only if you watched, if you saw Cowboys and Aliens and then decided you wanted to have a nice button jeans. <laughs> That's what Foley's dad did. Because he grew out his hair and he already had a pretty righteous beard. And then he started doing CrossFit, so he's crazy ripped. And it's gotten to the point that the people at work call him Old Thor. Oh my and god. And he was Thor for th- Halloween. So... No, well, here's the your thing, family's though. genetically doomed to suicide, a genetic suicide of not continuing when you're, everyone's got crushes on the wrong. Unless, uh, unless she half can fuck Chris Hemsworth and then she's fine. No, I know. There you go. Well, exactly. no. Here's the thing. Speaking of Chris Hemsworth, I was looking on IMDb and they're like, "Oh, featured actor of the day is this kid named Liam Hemsworth." And I'm looking at him and I'm like, "God damn, that's a cute kid. Like he's really is an attractive 13? young man." <laughs> He was born in, like, 1991. Oh. I felt like the grossest human being. Oh. I was so disgusted with myself, I set down the internet, I walked away, and I had to take a shower. When you start thinking about, re- like, reproductive capability with people a decade or younger than you, that oh is really God. when you're going, yeah, you know what? I've never felt so gross. I think I might so want to die. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I wanted to, like, bleach my eyeballs. That's why I'm glad Winona Ryder is now 800 years old. <laughs> so at least, yeah. you know, if I still have a crush on her, it's, it's relatively She's a fucked up ballerina every 
everything's cool. She no, got we stabbed watched, in the cheek. It's all right. <laughs> we watched the trailer for The Hunger Games, and it's got Liam Hemsworth in it. Who is who is Chris Hemsworth's little brother? You said The Hunger Games? The I Hunger heard Games. Hunger Games. <laughs> That's what the, that's my fanfic spinoff about how everybody changes at the end of uh, 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 Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows when Voldemort gives uh, Draco Malfoy the really weird old uh, pervy hug. That that clip just being repeated for I two like hours. I like that. That is the first thing you think of when you think of hugger. Yeah, not face hugger. Not no, anything else. Voldemort, it's just he's like hey. <laughs> that's like an outtake that got, accidentally got into the movie. Anyway, we were watching the Hunger Games trailer and I'm like, I'm not allowed to have a boner for this young man. He's twenty. If he's born 1991, uh, he's 20. That makes me feel gross. Yeah, yeah why? I Wait, watched, how old are you now? I am 27. That's what, what's wrong with that? That's, I have, I, I was obsessed with TV shows that were so <laughs> older, that were older than these people. It's, at least it's, at least it's cooler for ladies to, like, mac on younger guys, whereas, like, once you're a guy, after a certain point... Thank God my girlfriend tolerates all of my man crushes. That's all I have to well, say. You guys both have huge man she crushes. Has to you do- guys are both the worst lesbians. Horrible. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I mean, I watch any movie with you guys. You guys are all, oh man, I wonder what his penis looks Until like. Until Rachel Weisz no, shows like, up and then we're both oh, deadly yeah, the, quiet. The spell is broken. <laughs> we didn't sit down. We have not watched The Mummy together yet. Oh. Just to see her and her uh, fall in the river and walk around with a white see-through dress for five you know, minutes. If you could make a, like a, a clip a compilation of that from The Mummy and then Colin first falling into the pond in Pride and Prejudice Is that and just good? play them on a loop, I think my, my I would explode. Ooh. Do you see anything interesting when he falls in the lake? That's not the point. Okay. See, I don't understand the guy's You have like, to have... When a guy is wet, what are you looking for? You when have a girl is wet, it's obvious what you're looking for. You have to have ovaries to understand Clark why Perthay. Colin first falling in the pond is amazing. He's always going to be a stuttering weirdo I'm just me. saying it was a plot point in Bridget Jones' diary. That's all I gotta say. Oh, he's that. gonna be in the new um, Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Yeah. Which I've been watching on the, uh, the BB, original BBC version. That's very good, too. Yeah. It's got Obi-Wan Kenobi in it. <laughs> that's all you need This to one uh, has Batman's <laughs> dad in it. No, wait. Commissioner Gordon is not Batman's dad. <laughs> he is in my fan face. He's Bat Lady's friend. <laughs> he is Batwoman's father. Yeah. Yeah, don't they fuck that up in the Dark Knight where they're like, "Hey, Batgirl, why are you dead?" or something like that. Where it's like we're kind of wait, no, oh, no, 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 it's all no, about she... he's talking to his fucking son. Who's his fucking son? He should be like Barbara. Get your they ass talk, over don't here. Don't they talk about you crippled fucking five year old girl? She turns into she's the not Oracle, crippled right? yet. She's not crippled yet. Oh really? Yeah. I thought what doesn't Joker cripple her? Bet, but not until she's, she's Batgirl. Why not? <laughs> You didn't see everything the Joker ever did. Joker had a whole career before he bumped in Batman. He gave her a spinal tap that went wrong. He was trying to begin when he was at that hospital in drag in Bugs Bunny gear. Like Jim Gordon, he's like my when daughter. She gets spinal the hospital tap. That she's in the wing and she gets fucked up well, right before he blows it up. Yeah, he's like, yeah, Jim Gordon, I'm gonna I'm gonna fix your daughter with a spinal tap. I don't know I don't know what that means. So I'm just gonna jab a fork in her spine and see if it makes her feel okay, better. Okay, okay. Speaking of the only person in this, in this room who's had a spinal tap i'm gonna request you shut the fuck up okay because else? you know here's the thing you can't make jokes about spinal taps because you know what if the joker was able to give you a spinal tap he would because this is what a spinal yeah. tap does a spinal tap is a very nice nurse who walks into a room asks you to roll over and all of a sudden there is a sharp jab in your back yeah. and the part of your brain that is rigged to say hey holy shit fight or flight kicks off like a motherfucker is i have the never pain or is it just like an it's ul- genuinely just sensation. a neurotic sensation i have wow. never had that moment in my life that i wanted to throw up 
run like three states away or just turn around and clock that bitch in the face. It was like all of those feelings at once. And in the end, I, I succumbed to throwing up because the other two weren't socially acceptable. But I almost, I swear to God, I almost Holy clocked her and ran away. I was like 15. Have you 14? ever seen the animated gift where the lady, there's a sleeping dog, <laughs> the lady lifts its, like, rubs its belly, lifts its leg or something, and it shits on her? That's what I'm picture you do. <laughs> Those things I sold know that you hold me in such high esteem. 11 year old Annie just, fuck you. Uh, how did we get to talking about this? <laughs> let's talk about Skyrim. Skyrim, no, what else are we going with? That's the one list. list. Man, no, no wait. Doctor Who movie. It's man. <gasps> David Yates. Okay, no, I can't blame him. If you're going to make a Doctor Who movie, of course you jettison all of the continuity. He just don't, you want, the guy got to go, why not? Why? I know that makes your brain fry, but of course you jettison the all the continuity. The fact that a director just kind of arbitrarily says, you know, I'm done Harry Potter, what other British thing can I fuck up? I, he was good. He, the funny thing is, he could probably actually direct a good Harry, or a good Doctor Who movie, but without, like, any, like, without a writer there or any idea of, like, what, like, you have to figure out what kind of Doctor Who story you could tell. I don't know. It's just... Doctor Who doesn't have much going for it except for its charming, kind of quirky kind of main character. And, like, sometimes it's Thank God there have only been 11 you, actors who can be quirky But I'm charming. just saying, if you're not even starting off with that when you're starting on a project like this, you're already on fucking shaky ground. Because you're Dude, not going to get by with Doctor Who with its beautiful, majestic motion picture visuals. Because that's not the point of a Doctor welcome Who story. Welcome to every other shitty franchise reboot ever made. I'm just saying, this is like saying, oh man, I'm going to make... You know what, make- Bill, here are two words you have to say to me to make me understand where you're coming from. The Avengers. Just say The Avengers, and I will start weeping. I will see... Does that look bad? Fucking... Fines and fucking, what's your name? What's your name? Scarjo? No, 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 no. What's your name? Um, fucking Kill Bill. <coughs> Uma. Uma. Goddamn Thurman is Emma Peel is the most offensive thing because I swear oh, that to God, Avengers. All that happened in that meeting was Emma Peel. Emma Peel. Emma sounds like Uma. Let's do that. And that was fucking infuriating. Just say the Avengers is like Doctor Who, and I will fucking my brain will melt, and I will. They were sister production. They were both uh, created by the same guy. Wait, were they? Yeah. Foley well, what are the, one of the guys... Yes. This is Annie's swear jar filling Foley up. Foley is reinstituting my swear jar. <laughs> but yeah, okay. no, uh, one of the guys... I can't remember which one. Was it Verity Newman or was it Sydney Greenstreet? I think it was Sydney Greenstreet. Well, no, here's the thing. Was, Before, did he make the original Avengers? Because the original no, Avengers... No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Was just some dude whose wife was murdered and then... Um, what's his name? Steve. No, I think the Avengers... No one in this room cares. I'm going to keep talking because I feel strongly. No. John Steed was there and then some dude and then the dude got jettisoned and it was just John Steed and then a series of chicks and who cares about any of those chicks that are not named... Well, just like Doctor Who started off as some old cranky guy with a box and that t- t- you know, turned into 50 it's years of... It's like, still an old cranky guy with a box. That is true, too. This but, is different. The Avengers is like, what would happen if it was like uh, the adventures of a giant talking rat and some old dude in the box who's his sidekick, and then it became about the old dude in the box. I mean, I need to watch some more Avengers. It's been a while. Man. Anyway, okay, so that's Doctor Who movie doomed to failure. It's probably not actually going to get produced, because like I said, they don't even want to write or anything yet, so yeah. he, and like, it's, it'll, with the big Doctor Who uh, 50th anniversary happening next year. But we didn't like, think we had anything to talk about but Skyrim, but we're 30 minutes into it. We haven't even I don't think Skyrim's Skyrim. going to take that long, so we're going to just say, I love Skyrim. <laughs> End of show. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, I'm not too worried about that. I'm almost done, too. Uh, this is also, uh, did you guys, did you want to talk about the VGA nominees? 
I only know about VGA in as much as it came up on my Twitter feed. However, someone did say that they want to have build that wall on the Twitter uh, on the VGAs, which is brilliant. Oh, build that wall like is a, a beautiful song. Oh, you mean just as a musical accompaniment? Yeah. Well, I mean they always have a musical performance, like they did it last oh, year. Oh, you with mean their... actual? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like what they did. The, the, and I mean, they won't build do that it wall because they're going to get fucking Nickelback <laughs> or you some fucking shit. You know what? I wouldn't even care if it was Nickelback doing Build That Wall because they I Tom love... Tom Waits! Man, Tom Waits singing Build Tom That Tom Waits put out an album. Oh, shit. Bashing is trying to be Tom Waits. Bill, you just gave me a fanfiction boner. That's it. <sighs> we... No, but Build That Wall, after I beat Bastion, I think I pay- played Build That Wall, I'm not even kidding, about 45 times in a row. Man. No, that's that a great song. That had a great God soundtrack. Damn. Man, VG... Maybe, I should, maybe we should say VGA stuff. All until... I know is that Arrival got nominated for Best DLC. What's the... Arrival was the shitty oh, Mass, the Mass Effect, Effect 3 thing. Oh, I see. I didn't even see what the... This makes for great radio when I'm just reading a list. I will save the VGA stuff for our eventual Game of the Year thing. Because we can Man, talk for VGAs. another half hour Who about Who cares that. about the VGAs? Well, it's an interesting starting point for uh, just Game of the Year, blah, blah, blah. I love video games. The VGAs are fucking VGAs. terrible. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I love it every year they, when the VGA uh, nominees get announced. They always mention that the people voting on the uh, VGAs are actually, like, pretty pretty uh well-known dudes they it's try not just to, a bunch of assholes they it's, try to limp towards legitimacy every year and it doesn't work but yeah no exactly when the show comes out and everyone just laughs at the <laughs> stupid like stupid nominees terrible winners and the show itself is just a fucking laugh ride of awfulness except for like well last year they did have a couple good what are we gonna do have a classy video well see announcements announcements i know exactly i know the exactly of the that's where skyrim was announced last year though actually this is where bioware is announcing their new ip they have a new IP. Yeah, have you not seen it? They're, they've released a screenshot. Oh, that's right. With it's the a dude being exploded thing. out of a Jeep. Yeah, so which everyone's thinking, uh, actually, are we still recording? Yes, we are. We should rename the podcast. Are we still recording? <laughs> uh, okay, whatever. I'll save the VGA stuff for our eventual uh, Game of the Year stuff. Bill, can we talk about Skyrim now? Hmm. <laughs> what else? No, I what's... got one more thing. What's your last thing? Nenemir. Man, you got a boner to talk about I Skyrim. I love Skyrim. I, like, I just want to finish this, this podcast longest, so I can go home and play This Skyrim. is the longest all week you have not been playing Skyrim. You, you're you're just, just kidding. When I've not been paid to be there, that is correct. Okay, one last thing. This is the 10th. Uh, this week is the 10th anniversary of the original Xbox and GameCube. Man, it's great because the whole GameCube thing has been totally overshadowed by the Xbox thing. In that, Xbox has actually put some effort into people knowing about the anniversary of the yeah, Xbox. Nintendo's just like, meh. And Nintendo had to be almost well, be tricked be fair, into doing anything for Zelda's 25th anniversary yeah. this year. And to be fair, what do they do? It's the anniversary of our obsolete console. Man, it's been 10 years since the GameCube came out. That was one of the first things I ever bought off of Amazon.com was a copy oh, really? of Rogue Leader. Oh, yeah. I bought the game, but the game was uh, like uh, put out in the wild like a month before the GameCube came out. So yeah. It, like, that was the first thing I ever got from Amazon.com, came to my house, and I was like, oh my gosh, you can shop over the internet. This is so cool. I'm doing this all the time. 10 years <laughs> later, that is, uh, I, I pretty much do everything but my grocery shopping on Amazon.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I remember uh, for the uh, Xbox, I didn't buy an Xbox until a couple years after it came out. But the GameCube, I went out and actually did the midnight release. I went to uh, uh, Walmart. Uh, this is back when I was living in Pittsburgh. I went to a Walmart, clear on the other side of town. I had to take three buses to get out there. Uh, stayed there uh, for six hours, uh, you know, because I was no. a Nintendo fanboy. Yeah, and was? I got yeah, it's true. <laughs> Fuck that. I hate Nintendo. Now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and uh, uh, got the got my purple little GameCube. And uh, came home. I had to ride three buses back midnight. Was didn't get home till two thirty in the morning. Had to walk home uh, like ha- like a mile in the fog from the bus stop to my house. Yeah. 
And, uh, man, that's kind of scary. Walking a mile in the fog at 3 o'clock in the morning with a brand new video game system that just came out. Hoping, yeah. being, like, being a fat guy who can't run fast, hoping, <laughs> holy shit, you don't get mugged. And came home and I played uh, Rogue Squadron until dawn. Aww. That is my abiding launch GameCube memory. Yeah. And the GameCube was awesome. It's so good. I wish I had a copy of Rogue Leader now so we could play it. Because what, what, Xbox came out on the 15th. And then, like, three days later, the GameCube came out. And that would be the Aww. anniversary, like, tomorrow or Friday, I think. Anyway, that is the last thing I have to talk about this week. We will save cartoons, video game, game of the year shit until for another episode. Yeah. Because we had to talk about... Here's the thing. We thought we were going to talk about so many things, and we're going to talk about Skyrim. Thrones game is so awesome. <laughs> Foley kept calling. What are you called? What are you? What, you're Dragonborn. What is you're Dovahkiin. Dovahkiin. Foley keeps calling you. You know Dothraki. what? That was uh, the lost uh, uh, um, Phoenix brother. There's Leaf Phoenix, River Phoenix, <laughs> Dovahkiin Phoenix. <laughs> That's a I'm joke. You, that. That's a joke you can make, Bill. <laughs> no, no, Leaf. No, wait. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> I wish I could just play as Joaquin Phoenix and walk around. Oh, Joaquin. What, dead? <laughs> Wait, is he dead? Yeah, he is. No, Liverpool Phoenix is dead. Wow. Joaquin Phoenix, he's all like... I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> like, I give a shit about any of these people. I want to talk about Skyrim. <laughs> you know what? that I can remember your names. Okay? So, about Skyrim, what is there to say? Skyrim. You wander around. No, no. okay, here's the Tell thing. me about the Skyrim game. We were both... I'm not We convinced. were both so blasé about Skyrim. Yeah, you and I, I wasn't even thinking about getting... I, I was on Twitter being, guys, why should I get a shot at Skyrim? Should I get Assassin's Creed? Everyone's, Skyrim! I feel so bad for Assassin's Creed because I love Assassin's Creed. Ain't no one's buying I love Ezio Auditore di Firenze. He's my favorite bro, and I bought, I got the game. It showed up on Tuesday, and I was like, I actually did have a moment. <laughs> I looked at my girlfriend and I said, exactly. I looked at my girlfriend and said, what am I supposed to do with this? She just takes the place and Skyrim goes. <laughs> That's right. No, so I played all of... I installed it to my hard drive. Yeah. I played all of about 15 minutes, and I turned it off, and I put Skyrim back in. I feel bad for them. I am, however, I will say this. Before we move away from Assassin's Creed... Uh, let me cut you off right there. No, it's fine. I did, however, download Assassin's Creed Embers, which is the... What the hell is that? Ubisoft, they have their Ubi workshop where they do, like, little... That's where they do the comics and the short films and shit like that. Uh-huh. They made a short film about Ezio. It's about Ezio's death. Oh, shit, yeah. And granted, I watched it at 1 o'clock in the morning. You cried? I cried like a little bitch. Did they show him super, die? Oh, yeah. It wasn't really well done. and like. So I guess that, that doesn't happen in the game then, huh? No. Well, it's, it's, set, it's set post-game. How old it's set is after he? he... He's pretty damn old. It's actually very cute. He looks kind of like old Drake from Uncharted. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Ezio gets old looks like old I, Drake. The only reason I would have wanted to really play that game was to see how the Ezio story ends. Maybe it, they'd happen on the screen. Well, I'm sure something more... I'm sure Ezio has some kind of closure within the game. Oh, but totally. You would have think because the game started off, his whole video game Odyssey started with him being born. Yeah. You'd think that'd be the last thing... You'd well, see before the, the end of the credits would be him croaking. Embers is very silly. I paid for it on Xbox Live only because I had the points. It was like two dollars or yeah. something. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, oh, whatever. I don't. That's yeah, so, less than a comic book. That's true, but no. So it does. It does feature um, a lady assassin who's come all the way from China. 
Ooh. to meet Ezio, and she her voiceover actress is appalling. Is yeah, she doing it like a racist like oh ching chong <laughs> ding dong? No, no, but she is she is clearly They're an French adult. French at Ubisoft, you know how they could be totally culturally toned after that. Anyway, shit. no, she's an adult woman who's trying to sound like a teenage girl. Oh so there's no, that, there's man. that thing going on. But no, but the, the meeting a lady assassin and the concept Finally, of a lady assassin in China. Was such an appealing concept that I could forgive a lot. Yeah. And also, it's Ezio, the whole time, it's Ezio trying to write this letter and having trouble and not being able to do it. And Because he's got realized... hooks for hands now. <laughs> What's it? Uh, who's the guy who gives you all your guns in the, in the Ezio games? Leonardo. Leonardo is like, ah, Ezio, I, get, I have something new that replaces your stupid old hands with hooks. <laughs> Imagine all of the zipper lines you can use. Yeah, don't try to wipe your bottom, but hey, now you, you kill so much faster. No. Now, maybe we are gay? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but it's it's all the, the whole time. It's, I just, I just, I don't know. The last thing he makes for Ezio is a gimp suit. <laughs> Ezio, this makes you move fast. Last wind resistance. You open it now and I tie it up for you. Eh? you know, See, I we laughed you at your other joke. <laughs> I just picture like, that the, one day, not the day he crosses that line and Ezio has to several times. You know what, man? I appreciate everything you've done for me. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> That's Skyrim. The whole time it's him trying to write this letter, and you don't really know why, because he's talking about the the Brotherhood of Assassins and about how, you know, when I was a young man, Is I he had... trying to write an Italian restaurant menu? <laughs> Is he trying to write a recipe? <laughs> For Pizza Hut? Why am I laughing at that <laughs> Hey, he's trying to write... I'm trying to write the soul of my dead Uncle that's Mario. I want you I want you to open up a Godfather's pizza. <laughs> that's, that's too stupid to be racist. <laughs> I don't know why that was it's so like, nice to trying to this is so stupid. <laughs> my period just happened. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh my God! I, uh, so Skyrim. <laughs> I can't believe that that's a joke. <laughs> that joke. Oh my God! It's, that joke brought our podcast to a shattering stop. It's monoxide poisoning. Alarm just went off. We're not. We're not laughing. We're just dying. <laughs> okay. So. to his wife his trying, wife well he doesn't because the whole thing is that it's him trying to start his life once he's retired is he like elderly like oh yeah he's wicked man. old he's oh, like 60 okay. something he's like 52 in the last game well yeah no he's like and this is him retiring and he's having he has children he's trying to live a normal life and he realizes he can't and um <laughs> he's got hooks for hands hooks <laughs> for hands anyway you know what I can't I can't continue no go ahead I'm sorry if yeah. dies I was sad no, so yeah, no, and just the concept of an of an assassin who was not only non male, but also not set in the West yeah. was like really sad. I mean, beyond the the, the Jerusalem. <sighs> That's what I'm wondering with next know. Assassin's Creed. You, uh, well, we'll here's just... the thing. The thing is, is that the whole Assassin's Creed universe <laughs> has been gearing up towards the quote unquote apocalypse in 2012, which I would imagine all it, the game is going to take place all in modern day. 
or 2013 oh, or whatever. Point, actually. That's what I would imagine. I, do you think they're going to cut it with like another historical thing? Well, that's they the sh- thing. It's like they I can't... want another historical thing. Yeah, that'd but be then nice. again, like I don't know. I still think they have to mix up some of the 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 combat and stuff like that because like the formula is getting a little stale. Like without even having played the new game, yeah. like it sounds like the two big things are like you get like a hook thing, yeah, and like there's like there's tower. fucking shitty tower defense, which, which everyone like, every review I've read, every review I've read has say, hey, here's how you can avoid that. Please avoid that because like, it's not actually fun. But the, I love Assassin's Creed just for, like, the historical stuff. I just want to climb on shit in time. That's all yeah, I want. and just, just, just seeing the, in like, like... I want parkour Doctor Who. Constantinople already sounds kind of bland enough without, if the next game is all just modern day stuff. I don't want to be just climbing skyscrapers and shit. I don't know. Anyway. I have no conclusion. Let's talk about Skyrim. Skyrim! I, I removed Assassin's Creed. I put in Skyrim. But here's immediately what happened afterwards. So I went, I was playing in Skyrim. This is the first time this has ever happened to me in a video game. In Skyrim, I was, uh, I had just bought a house in my Should hometown. We talk, okay, so, yeah, both of us were blasé about the game, right? Yeah, so we oh, both, yeah. Like, bought, like, bought on a whim. I I, 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 I only bought dis- it because I was drunk at a bar, and my girlfriend tried to talk me out oh, of it, that's but right. it was too late. Yeah, you, you, like, drunk bought it on Amazon yeah. at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and my poor girlfriend was like, let's cancel that. I was like, yeah, I probably should, no, and then I didn't. missed it, yeah. and then it now shipped. It's, now it's practically your game of the year. Yeah, yeah and now I've played, I've sunk, like, 25 or 30 hours into it. Oh, that is like twice as like I've only done like maybe fifteen or sixteen. No matter what, no wonder you're more powerful than I am. Yeah. And so anyway, you were talking about your anecdote for. No, so I, I'm really man Skyrim. It's beautiful. It really is beautiful, no, which is not gorgeous. something you've been able to say about Bethesda RPG in a while. Yeah. Well, at least with 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 Fallout. It was designed to look kind of, cr- you know, because no, it makes sense. You're post-apocalyptic. Everything but should look still, brown and broken. But still, still looked even the tech, just like whatever. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really like, I do like the character design. People have been pooping on it, like, oh, Bethesda still can't do faces. I think they look great, especially they, you comparatively know speaking. Now they just look average, whereas before they actually, Bethesda they did look actively abject, bad. abjectly terrible. Yeah. Now like, they've made them ten times better and just made them look average, yeah. which that's the, but yeah, no, like, uh, I just, lo- like, I love having kind of like the open world yeah. uh, thing of, of Fallout 3. But with a beautiful world like Skyrim, like half of it really is just wandering around. It's just checking out the mountains and the sights yeah. and stuff like that. No, it's amazing. Like even regardless of all the characters and the quests and shit like that, it's just. If man. I spent enough as much time making stuff in the real world as I did in Skyrim, then yeah, I, you, you took know. over my game when you showed up here to record the podcast and you just started blacksmithing shit <laughs> left and right. And I, 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 I have not even smithed anything. Oh no, I smith. Some fine steel armor first, but yeah. I love blacksmith. Who is so yeah. fair in real life? If I could become a blacksmith, I so would. like, who's your character? My character is an imperial with a hawk nose and a stern demeanor. Lady, um, yeah, chickadee. What's um, her name? Her name is Zoe because my girlfriend her her primary interest in video games is if I can base one of my characters on her characters. So I named my character Zoe and I based it loosely off her character. But, no, I go around with my fucking axe. Um, two-handed my axe. And you know what? I can one-hit kill pretty much everyone in that game short Jesus of giants Christ. and mammoths. Yeah, because you said offhandedly, you were just like, oh, I'm just fighting a giant. I'm like, I've not even been able to get near a giant without them just I murder my ass everyone. Ha- have, you got, have you gotten the glitch where you get hit and you get knocked 400 feet to, uh, straight up into the no, sky? No, because they don't get to fucking hit me because I fucking cream them. Man, that happened to me. I'm my, uh... My companion is what's her name? Fist uh, fist fight lady. Yeah. Who like you like tries Old to drive into the box fight? Yeah. yeah, like the boxing fight. And yeah, she got fucking team rocketed into space, man. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's I I don't know if that's a glitch, but I hope that never leaves the game. That is fantastic. Skyrim is kind of fascinating though because I've never experienced this in a game before where 
when exploring, I sometimes get intimidated by the scale of exploration. Yeah. Like, we were talking about this before the well, podcast. Well, it's kind of weird to get, t- like, no, I'm sorry, go ahead, you just finish your thought. We, um, I was playing last night, and I, I took the, um, the wagon to Riften to buy a necklace so I could marry people. Because there's, Riften is this village way, way, way to the east where the Thieves' Guild east is. East of the mountain, of yeah. the throat of the world or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Where the Thieves' Guild is, and there you can get the Amulet of Mara, which indicates to people that you're interested in getting married and you're looking for a mate. There's only one of these in the world? No, there are a couple of them, but they can... Randomly... How the fuck does anyone get married if you need this to get married? Man, seriously, apparently they randomly generate in like the fir- in the barrows, like one of the first things, but it didn't in my world. So I had to go and buy it. So I go there and I buy it, and as soon as I enter this cha- town, I'm like, what is this shitberg? I miss Whiterun. And so I immediately left, and I went back to Whiterun. And I decided, oh, I'm going to marry this this chickadee, Isolde. Because I'm like, oh, I helped her with this, um, get some shit so she could become a traitor. Yeah. She'll like me. Um, and then I could gently bone her. Um, and so I went to the inn that she normally hangs out, and she wasn't there. So I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll just talk to all these people I haven't talked to. And I turned to the first dude in there, and I was like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, hey, you want to have a drinking contest? You look tough. Oh, yeah. And I go, hell yes. This is one right in White Run, though? Yeah. Okay, this is one of the two pubs in White Run. I went to the pub that my girlfriend was going to buy, and I was like, oh, she hangs out there all the time. Well, instead, I meet this guy. We have a drinking contest, and you wake up. They totally do a hangover. Spoilers for, for yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. I'm going somewhere with this. Well, you I, wake if, up. if people are listening to the Skyrim podcast, they probably expect some spoilers. Anyway. Anyway. So I wake up the next day in goddamn mountain town clear in the west far west side of the, the opposite side of the world essentially yeah. yeah and i woke and it was hilarious i have never felt this in a video game before i walked outside of where i woke up and i was like where the hell am i and <laughs> rather than being excited by being in a new place and like oh new places to explore i was like this is not my home this is not where i was yeah. i am not okay with this yeah that, that's where the bethesda games can be so big they can make you kind of like, i got nauseous you can, you can actually get tired of exploring which I is something that do, doesn't happen very often in games where no. you can like you know what i've explored for four hours now I want to go do something else. That happened to me at one thirty in the morning last night. And the fact that yeah, you can kick you can get kicked so far afield of where you were at in that game that you kind of wake up and go, "What the fuck? Where the like? How am I going to get back?" I almost had a panic attack. I'm like, I am so far Situations away. Situations like this, I almost wish there wasn't fast travel. So yeah. you would almost have to be forced to walk back and like figure yeah. out what to do with yourself. Thank God there was fast travel. But I, the problem yeah, was you could back. But still. then I fast traveled back to my hometown, and this woman that I was going to marry it turned out was part of the drunk um, drunken um, midnight adventure. Yeah. Yeah. quest because I go to well, propose yeah, to that, her. That's, all, that's the start of a whole quest that yeah. you have to keep on like trying yeah. to figure out what happened that you have night. To travel yeah, all over how the you, globe. How you got kicked across the whole world. Yeah. yeah. So no, I fast, yeah, I fast travel because I'm like fuck all of this. I fast travel back to White Run. I'm like this is my beautiful house. This shall be my beautiful wife. And I um, go up to Isolde and I'm like, hey lady. And she looks at me. and She goes, where the hell is my money? <laughs> And, like, we had this whole dialogue about how, man, you owe me shit. And as soon as we left that dialogue tree, she's like, so, are you looking for a wife? And I was like, yeah, are you not furious at me? She's like, yeah, we can get married if you want. And it was great because thereafter, my wife was this totally schizophrenic woman. Where she was my loving wife who gave me money and food every day. <laughs> and yet, there yeah, was this, this is, quest this where is... she was like, fuck you, where's my money? Who's the guy who makes the terrible, uh, fable games? Peter Molyneux. This is the Peter Molyneux problem <laughs> of games not quite living up to like yeah the, the like yeah some kind of sociological thing. Um, no, it just cracked me up. Now I'm terrified hell? to instigate that mission because now she's is my wife, 
And the whole thing in the mission is that she sells you a wedding ring to give to your man. Oh, that's right, yeah. And I'm, so, I'm terrified. So you're she's playing my lady. as an imperial. Who like? Are you helping out the? Well, who are the? It's it's the Battleborn versus the Greybeards and White Run. That's only in White Run. It's that's... the Stormcloaks versus the Imperials <laughs> on a global scale. So global scale, you're you're helping out the Stormcloaks, right? I am actually more inclined to help the Imperials. You son of a bitch! I know my girlfriend may leave me for this fact. She's gonna make me side with the Stormcloaks, and ultimately, I love my girlfriend more than I love Skyrim. No, you can do whatever you want. No, baby. Wait, I don't why make side you with sad. the Imperials? Because their margarine is so good. <laughs> yep. You just made a butter joke. Yeah. <laughs> Have you never tried? You know, you take some imperial margarine, you rub it on a piece of butter. Piece of anyway. Right, get some garlic salt, just dash a little bit of pickle. Anyway. Oh, mm, so good. That's anyway. the recipe Ezio was trying to write down before he died. <laughs> it's not Italian. You put a little tomato sauce. A little, a little parm. It's like a little pizza. It's like a shitty little pizza. <laughs> Man, the last Assassin's Creed game starring Ezio should have been a prequel to uh, Goodfellas. Anyway, anyway. So, no, no. I, I, my inclination would be side of the Imperials. And fuck you. Because here's the thing. Everyone I've talked to has been like, you can worship Talos, you know, quietly. I guess I should say, as a former Catholic, I should, you know, identify deeply with Stormcloaks yeah. and their tale of religious oppression. But I've met people who worship Talos, and the thing is, you don't be a dick about it. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Maybe another thing is that I am elves also sound like from... assholes, too. Fuck I know. Them. Fuck the elves. Well, the thing is, it's like, so do I start? Like global a global conflict is it worth World War Three for these people to be able to openly worship their god or can they just privately worship their? I god? hope it gets that complicated. I hope it's. I hope that uh, that plot isn't so cut and dry where it's like. I hope it's not just Star Wars where you have the the plucky rebels versus the oppressive empire and the empire is evil and the rebels are good because especially with Star Wars is programmed so many people into thinking oh it's rebels got to side with the rebels. I hope there's some some kind of complication. That like I, I'm I'm citing the Stormcloaks because yes I've been programmed by Star Wars to go oh yeah plucky rebels you think fuck you're up the man. Juanita Juanita Solo I hope That's something more yeah exactly I, I hope something more interesting comes up than just like I hope there's not just some big like Viking version of the Death Star battle that where we have to go <laughs> blow up everything or something like that oh I just love, I love the idea of what it is instead of a photon torpedo in, in into the Death Star trench it's me just uh, carrying a diseased goat and dropping into the water supply the well of their town and <laughs> running away. And boom, you're done. Um, I am playing as a Nord lady. Uh, mm-hmm. She is. I only picked Nord because she can shout. She has the battle cry. I didn't realize the whole shout mechanic was going to become yeah. a huge thing in the game. Her name is Mrs. AIDS. She looks <laughs> like Daenerys from Game of Thrones, except she got her titties covered. <laughs> and uh, she got. But it's not a very good likeness. At some point, she got turned into a werewolf. <laughs> And then the moment after I got turned into a werewolf, I got attacked by a dragon. <laughs> I barely killed that dragon, and as soon as I killed the dragon, I got killed by a bear. <laughs> and I didn't save, and so I was like, you know what? Being a werewolf ain't that fun. And so I just went back to my bri- save right before that, and I am no longer a werewolf. But I did oh, get the Bill. Chivo for it. Oh, Bill. A friend of mine, I just found out, I was looking at his achievement points. I don't understand what he is doing, because he actually took a week off from work yeah. to play Skyrim. He's he, he was the one who was looking for forward to this game he took off work to play yeah. this game yeah he was my friend who made who beat 
Oblivion to 100% to fair, completion. this game has been out for less than a week. It came out last Friday. We're he, recording this I on been, Wednesday. I have been playing it for however little time in addition yeah. to working. He's only level 14. He's only, I'm how only level I, 14 too, and I did not take it off how, a day to play it. Exactly. Too. I've been playing it like like yeah here and there. But What yeah. is he doing? Because literally, you just, you know. It's really hard to play Skyrim with one hand. <laughs> Are you implying that he enjoys Skyrim so much that he yes. is abusing himself? Yes. He got the zoom in and slow time with your penis perk. <laughs> oh, the only bard that is slowly increasing is the one we can't see. <laughs> His semen meter is filling all the time. <laughs> Thank you, Bill, for taking that joke all the way. I'm just saying. Because I took it halfway there and was like, that's enough of that joke. That, that's the white cloud when you go up to like check out your stats. <laughs> Smells like chlorine. <laughs> Um, yeah, Skyrim! And I don't understand what he's doing, because literally you just sit up straight in Skyrim and you level up. Yeah. You know? Like, you do anything, yeah, you fucking beat... How has he spent... You pluck a butterfly out of the air and you're leveling up. Foley did make fun of me because I was... After I got married, I go home and my wife is just like, oh, here's the shares for my shop and here's the sandwich. That's all she does. And I... She she makes fun of me. She'll make you a meal. A meal every day. And so Foley's making fun of me because she grabs the iPad and the last, like, five things I had searched for was how to have sex in Skyrim, having <laughs> sex in Skyrim, honeymoon night well, in Skyrim. Well, you could do that in Fable, so you think, I, I would yeah. not, it wouldn't make sense that you could do that, and that could be a skill you well, could level up to. I don't know what it oh, means. Oh, that'd be awesome, because that'd be great if there was an incentive to try to level up by having sex well, with different people. Bill, the agility, oh. the agility stat has been removed No, but, like, I was actually kind of disappointed. I'm like, what, do, what is wrong? wrong with these people's expectations of marriage that all you get from it is money and a sandwich every day. Yeah. They're from Maryland. (laughs) Things get a little weird in Maryland. Um, Have you been to Maryland? (laughs) The biggest thing in Maryland is Chevy Chase. It's a town. It's not even named after the actor. The actor is named after the town. That's it, Maryland. You know what? Maryland was the fat guy you know in 1776. What? I'm 99% certain that I may have had just enough whiskey coke to not remember. I'm 99% certain that the Quest compound in the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest was located in Maryland, and it gets that point for me. <laughs> um, did you? So, how much Oblivion did you play? None. Do you never played any Oblivion? I played maybe half an hour of Oblivion, and I was like, "Fuck this noise!" Why? and set it down. I don't like it. I just you didn't played like on the it. Xbox. It didn't click with me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, mechanically, it's very similar to. I mean, Christ. I mean, it's 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 the seed of of Skyrim. But I'm no, kind of surprised. Know. Well, I mean, there are a couple of games back. I didn't like Oblivion. Oh, I thought maybe you at least played a couple hours of it. Yeah, like well, maybe because like uh, one... enough to learn that jumping around a lot leveled me. I know. That's funny they took that out, but everything else you do in the game does level you up you this yeah. time. Um. They, like, I do like the improvements made, they made over Oblivion. They had this uh, crazy, like, chat wheel. Mm-hmm. that There was this kind of, like, weird little mini-game. It was almost yeah. like a lock-picking thing, but it was conversational about how, like, how you intimidated people and stuff well, like I that. I forgot about that. I know people who play the game a lot really love that. I never played Oblivion. I played Oblivion for maybe about a dozen hours. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, I could never get the, the hang of that. So I'm glad that's gone and, ch- and like, conversation and stuff is just, like... It cracked uh, me up that you can say only a dozen hours. I, I know. That's just, yeah. I mean, of course, everyone who's played Skyrim knows that's... that's Every time I talk to one of my coworkers nothing, about Skyrim, because God bless my coworkers who tolerate me talking about... Do they ask if you're beating it They've had or? to listen to me talk about Uncharted for the last oh, however many God. weeks. God bless so them. So you and like this better than Uncharted? It's apples and oranges. Okay, anyway, go ahead. You were talking. Man, <laughs> apples and oranges, my friend. I'm just saying, no, uncharted. I keep talking to my friends and these people, and I realize I have to not say how much time we spend <laughs> playing these video Especially games. Especially the game's been out for less than a week. 
just, we can't, I can't I tell blew, them. I blew my mind when I realized I'd played ten hours, and I had just been playing a little bit right before bed every yeah. night. And by a little bit, I was staying up until three o'clock. You know what? Skyrim is not really oh. a video game. It is a time machine that only goes forwards in time. Matt and Erica showed up the other day. To, yeah. Like, because they just got back from France. They wanted to hang out and talk. I was asleep until noon. They showed up at 11 o'clock on, like, Saturday morning to hang mm-hmm. out. And I was dead to the world. They were knocking on my door. And I was, because I'd been up until, like, three or four in the, uh, the night before playing Skyrim. Uh, I was yeah, going to have dinner it's... with a friend the other night, and I was secretly so happy that he couldn't come, because then I could play more Skyrim. I don't know what the hell's, yeah, I don't know what the hell's going to do with my Zelda, because Zelda comes out next Monday. I think I'll probably put put enough into Skyrim be- between now and then, that I'll, I'll have the heart of my Skyrim fix, that I'll be able to play Zelda, but still, I, I feel bad for any other game that's coming out right now. Because yeah. it's, it's really, I'm, I'm really amazed... At the crazy reception that just even the uh, the announcement trailer got last year, again going back to the VGAs, because yeah. I didn't think everyone had loved Oblivion so much that I was really surprised at everyone f- losing their fucking shit over Skyrim. Yeah, and when that was first announced and the internet exploded over it, I thought maybe that was just the hardcore Oblivion guys losing their nut over the game. And I'm really, everyone loves Skyrim. Everyone, it really is. This Even my own, my friends who are only minor gamers, like who are just like, oh well, I play some video games. They're yeah. apeshit over Skyrim. Well, it's funny because like the, the last game I've seen kind of like unite people like this, as far as like everyone just kind of talking about and talking about shared experiences, was, was the original Portal. And Portal yeah. Two just came out this year, and people talked about that a lot. But it wasn't like this is Skyrim's getting more talk from people than Portal Two, which is kind of funny. Because Skyrim yeah, that's is wonderful. That's Apple's Origins too, but like at, at Skyrim, there's so much shit to do that everyone's got yeah. crazy different stories and everyone's comparing yeah. like I did this and this happened over here. However, I think Skyrim is a little different because then when you you reach onto this 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 seed of shared experience, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, what happened to you? Because I did this. And well, this especially because everyone starts off in the same thing. Well, everyone's still kind of hewing back to the same main quest line for the story. Yeah, and especially at the beginning, everyone has relatively same experience of like yeah. it's like I stole the shit out of the vegetables from this old woman's cabin. Like, yeah, I stole her Everyone, too. exactly, yeah. It's not yeah. stealing if it's just taken. <laughs> this is what I keep having explained to Foley. I'm like, she's like, stop stealing from those people. I'm like, it's not stealing if it says take. Oh, my God. They want me to have it. I'm trying to think of any other f- fucked up shit that happened to me in the game. Like, Skyrim anecdotes. And, like, I can't find my horse. It makes me so sad. How'd you lose your horse? My girlfriend said, hey, buy a horse. I was like, okay. And I bought a horse. And it was waiting for me outside town for the longest time. And then I rode it off somewhere. And I can't find it anymore. I'm really worried. Because I went and I rode it. You can't whistle and, like, uh, ride dead and have it come back? Not to my knowledge. I rode rode towards a dragon. When I found the dragon, I got off my horse. Oh, that's not good. Maybe the dragon did The dragon probably scorched that fucking thing. No. Fucking dragon. You didn't even name it yet, so it's okay. No. Oh my god. That's even worse. It's like an unbaptized baby. <laughs> Wait, can you actually name it? No, but Oh, yes. but just like, yeah, no, okay. Fuck, fully now I feel guilty. Poor little unnamed horse. Yeah, you got a thousand gold. Just buy another one. Man, do the glitch. Go to that mountaintop and get your 500 That's copies of the Doors of Oblivion. A glitch is not a glitch if you have to spend three hours doing it. There was this quote-unquote gold glitch in an in, in Oblivion, where, or excuse me, in Skyrim, where you go and you find this, you have to go all the fuck way to the north of the map, find a, ma- a book it is that is worth, the, it is out like... Forty gold when you sell it, maybe less than it that. It is out in the middle of nowhere, and you it's have an to go infinite respawn. Yeah, and if you pick up eighty bajillion of this book, then you'll make like eight gold. 
And I'm like, that's not a glitch. If that's working well, harder forgot. than it takes for me to actually make money doing regular I stuff. I forgot, well, the resale value is 50 bucks, but, like, you're not going to no, get no, no, that no. 50 bucks unless your speech is all the way up or whatever. Yeah. And so I was only selling it for, like, 18 a piece. Yeah. Granted, I got a couple thousand dollars because I stole, like, 400 copies of that thing. I only got, like, maybe 5,000 in gold. Just you know what? To go to the Companions Guild and level my shit out, train with everybody, and I finished furnishing my house. I got such a beautiful house right next to the awesome, uh... Uh, blacksmith shit, lady. Yeah, blacksmith lady. And, uh... Whose brother is cute, by the way. He's got, she got Alfred Wolf Bear Bro. I like what? his... I like him. Bear Bro? As in, like, you want to fuck that fat man? <laughs> no, his name is, like, Ulfric Bear Warriors. Man, they're all like freaking smart mark. I've noticed a lot of, like... Man, Bethesda's all like, we got so many voice actors in this game. Oh my god, there's this one dude. What is his name? He did the voice of Banks and Hocus Pocus. He was the voice of Max oh, on Goose Troop. He played, he does so many voice, voices in the game. I've noticed one or two guys from like anime and manga shit. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not even there's a big some... anime or manga fan, but like like some, somebody did some voices in Transformers or yeah. something like that. And I've been hearing that voice a lot. There are some voiceover actors where <laughs> some part of your brain goes, oh, that's, what's, what's yeah. fuck? And then you can't disengage. There's one person who, like, whenever I hear him say Ulfric or something like that, I always recognize that's the same guy and, like, he's voiced, like, half a dozen different characters so I'm like, oh, it's that guy. Well, here's the thing. It's fucking Skyrim. They could have 300 well, I know, exactly. Even, and, and it's still gonna all. get repeated all the time. Yeah. I noticed that what's-her-name, uh, Crazy Evil Bitch from uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. She must, I think she's gotta be, uh... Crazy of, Evil Bitch. Crazy oh, evil yeah, bitch. yeah. Yeah, crazy uh, uh, Zuko's you know, sister. Crazy Evil Bitch. Yeah, yeah that, that voice actress, she's, she's a uh, character and stuff like that. Um, yeah, Skyrim. Skyrim. Well, Skyrim. Do we say anything intelligent during this discussion? Nothing at all. I'm trying to think, like, after this this podcast is over, Here, I'm to think of a thousand funny things that happen to me. Here's what I had to say about Skyrim. Oh, my God. Isn't it fascinating how, um... Man, I was gently sidling towards an intelligent statement, and I don't have any. What about its context in the gaming society or something no, like it's, that? No, the game itself is, is, is piss simple. But there's so much of it that it feels deep. Well, it's, it's, it's and actually it feels pretty cool. engaging. Like, some of the writing and stuff like that, some of the quests I've been on have actually been really, like, funny to do. And mm-hmm. it's not that it's just so huge. I don't think people would be so into the game if it was just about sheer size. Because, like, Grand Theft, like, Grand, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was huge, and that had a lot of fun things to do. Mm-hmm. And that's still not quite as memorable as this game. Just because, like, the characters are more interesting and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'm actually, like, the world building kind of seems kind of interesting, like I said, with the, with the clash of... The shadow is it the shadow cloaks and the fucking elves and Storm all that shit like in the Imperial. I hope, like I said, I hope that actually turns into a more organic kind of conflict. Well, apparently there are two arcs in this game. Well, they're not yeah. evil or good. The Imperials, it's the status yeah. quo versus change. That's all it boils down yeah. to, which is kind of fascinating because the Imperials aren't bad per se. I ho- they yeah. just had to make well, a questionable decision for, to ensure their survival. Whereas the Stormcloaks are just some dudes who, at first I felt kind of, like, anti-Stormcloak, because they're like, oh, well, we want to worship Talos, even though we've been secretly worshipping Talos for years, but suddenly now we can't do it anymore, so fuck you guys. However, when you go to the mountainside town, you, and you hear the story of what happened there, because, like, the... the oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Ulfric, like, was, like, had helped them tear that, you know, into some semblance of, of human civilization, yeah. and then they just turned them over to the elves. Yeah. Because they asked for them, basically. And that was part of what fermented the rebellion. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit. The Stormcloaks actually have a leg to stand on beyond just (laughs) vague religious oppression. You know? And and the Imperials, they're just trying to fight. Like, like, they made the choice. They made a very difficult choice, but they chose against a world war. 
Yeah. And you can't necessarily fault them for that. I mean, you could argue that if a government can't stand by certain morals, then it doesn't deserve to stand. But at some point, you do have to make really difficult, uh, uh, you know, sacrifices. And is that sort of expression not worth it? Yeah. And that's interesting. And I still don't know which side I want to side on. I'm still kind of toeing the line. There must be a point where you can actually choose. Wait, did you actually choose to be Imperial? Because I saw one of the quests is just simply become an Imperial. Yeah. Well, there, there are two There are two main story arcs in the game. There's the arc of why are the dragons here, and then there's the arc of this civil war. Okay, that makes sense. And yeah. I'm really curious to see how those two stories intertwine yeah. as you go forward. Hopefully it's interesting. I mean, because like, the story in Fallout 3 was not that interesting. I, I completely like skip over New Vegas, because I did not play much more than that in the first... The story in New Vegas was very good and very similar. Although that was uh, Obsidian, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, you really can't compare that. To I really can't wait until see what Obsidian does with this engine when they're making a sequel oh, in two God, years. Oh, God, I don't want no Obsidian. Scott, no, here's the thing. It's going to be the same dungeons. <laughs> with a different, like, palette, palette swap. No, the thing is that Obsidian is very good at taking pre-existing playgrounds and then playing with them. Man, did you get to the point where, did you have to do one of the the, the dungeons yet where you have the claw and you put it in the yeah. wall? Yeah, yeah. Like, at the end of that, there was this one point, you get to this altar, there's a skull, and I was like, oh my god, this can totally be Raiders Lost Ark, I'm gonna steal the skull off this altar, and I'm gonna get crushed by a boulder, and I took it, and nothing happened. That's my only disappointing moment no, in Skyrim No, see, but so you far. say that, however, there is a, a similar point in that dungeon where if you lockpick into a room, yeah. there's a an altar with a golden ingot on it, oh, really? and if you take the ingot, then you trigger a trap. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, bitch. I sometimes your Raiders joke was right in there, and you missed it because <laughs> well, your lockpick well, like, skill was too low. Well, man, no, like, yeah. I, I like even, like, the, the, the dungeons and stuff definitely are more evolved than the dungeons in, like, Oblivion or totally. Fallout. Yeah. Like, I mean, granted, I've already seen some dungeons designs get cut and pasted. Like, granted, with a world this big, you're going to see that. But, like, I've been really appreciating how beautiful See, do what I do. Don't go into the dungeons because there may be spiders in there. And boom. Problem so you're solved. just not going to do that giant quest that they give you... No, and here's the thing. I do, but I just go, hey, beautiful and sexy girlfriend, Polly. <laughs> I love you. Please oh hold God. this controller for 13 minutes as you defeat this bad guy. And then she does it because she's beautiful and wonderful. So you're not going to do the gold glitch? No, it's not a glitch. That's too much work. It's free I can spend literally <laughs> as much time going and killing a bunch of bandits and then taking their armor and taking them back to town and then crafting their armor in my forge and leveling them up and proving my smithing skills and then turning around and selling that shit for more money. Like I said, I stole 400 copies of that book. It took me an hour to drag myself because I was way over encumbered. (laughs) Drag myself over the mountains back to the nearest town to sell that shit. It was terrible. I had to hide most of them in a giant bucket. Wow. Because I can, I like, because, you know, you can only sell so much stuff to, to a single uh, uh, shopkeeper and they run yeah. out of money. So I had See, to start what you fast You should have just stashed, like, 300 copies in a bucket near your location, fast traveled, come back, picked up that, like, the Maybe balance. that's and then what I fucking did. <laughs> Let me finish my fucking story. Oh, my God. Get Etsy on your ass. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, that, that, that's more or less what I wound up doing. But, uh, man... No, it's a good game. I am surprised for a game that, like, came out of the blue. Man, it's still Dark Souls. I'm still digging Dark Souls a whole lot, but, like, yeah, for 60 bucks entertainment value, Jesus Christ, Man. I can't imagine. This for, is... for a dollar per minute, you I can't hate to be Skyrim. like that, to be like, oh, this is definitely worth your... But, yeah, if you're going to buy one game this fall, Skyrim is the best deal just because there's so much shit to do. You this know what will, it doesn't have, though? You, you know what Effect. it doesn't have, though? What? It doesn't have Drake and Sully holding hands. 
This is true. Also, but it doesn't have all the plot holes. It doesn't have Marlo. Stop talking. Stop talking. That's not what I said. <laughs> it doesn't have doesn't have Chloe and Sully doing a little fist bump. It also... no, I don't care. Shut up. I don't care. Fuck you. It doesn't have Elena petting Drake's little head. It doesn't. Uh huh. No, shut up. I don't care. I like Skyrim. Skyrim is great. I am sorry to everyone who has said Skyrim. <laughs> Meh. However, the worst part is that, you know, when people are playing games, I'm like, oh, I'm really enjoying Uncharting. Or, you know, like, I really am enjoying Enslaving or Fallouting. And you can't say I'm really enjoying Skyriming. <laughs> it's like the other day I accused Foley. I'm like, Foley, stop backseat Skyriming. And I'm like, whoa. Licking the whole sky. Mm. God damn. That's right. <laughs> Man, we need to come up game. with a better verb. And just the fucking vistas, I still can't believe they managed to squeeze this whole game in a three and a half gigs worth of data on that disc. Because just like even like like going up to the top of the throat of the world mountain, whatever the hell that is, and just looking at the like whoever designed their vistas just needs uh-huh. not needs their just own VGA. Yeah, they. Oh god, like it's. I'm I'm surprised that a Bethesda game this looks good. We're pretty much agreed that this is better than Fallout Three, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm having, yeah. I love Fallout. I love and Fallout. And I like the I miss... world of Fallout more than I like, like I know the world you, of Skyrim. As a long-standing Fallout fan. But, yeah, it's better than Fallout. I miss my giant green uh, hermaphrodite. <laughs> and my dog. <laughs> my you know, no! Because you, you can get one of the mutants to be your buddy. No, you know. never got that guy, lady. No, I know it. <laughs> I still wish there was a dog companion you can get in Skyrim that would be called Dog Mead. <laughs> M-E-A-D-E. Yes, I got your joke, Bill. Yes, I'm just saying. Oh, Skyrim. Anyway, that's Skyrim. We have nothing insightful to say about Skyrim. We just like Skyrim. Yeah. Kitty cat people. Oh, Fully really likes the kitty cat people. Fully wants to be a kitty cat person and then become a werewolf. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, chase your own tail? It's gotta be possible. It's gotta I, be great. Well, I would ma- Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Man, that werewolf <laughs> shit was fucking hilarious. I don't know. I don't see the benefit of becoming... I, I'm glad I chose not to be a werewolf. Obviously, the benefit of being a werewolf is that you're a werewolf. Bill, you are clearly never spent any time as a furry. That's as a vampire. Oh, can you fly around? <laughs> no. Vampires can't fly around in, in Skyrim What's the world? point of being a fucking vampire in Fade? <laughs> I just want to be a furry in Skyrim. Your dick sparkles. That's the advantage of being a vampire. Man. You turn into... That's oh, right. man. I love Skyrim. There's, I can't even, like, I've already done so much shit in Skyrim. I can't even think of, like, all this, like, other than seeing, yeah, other than being knocked 400 feet into the air by the giants. And there's just so many fucking weird things. I love cooking. I like making cream brulees. Man, I'm really excited. I am now am able to make fancy armor. I'm making all dwarven armor and like exqu- no, yeah, yeah. I went from making fine to superior to exquisite armor. I mean, these are the sort of things where I'm like, I want to talk to people about this, but I can like just see them visibly getting bored. You'll have sometimes. to find another Skyrim. So to I got some iron ignits. Uh, no, I got some iron ore. I turn them into iron <laughs> ignits. Well, I'm sure we'll be getting plenty of Skyrim updates over the next couple of weeks if we keep on playing. Skyrim-in. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, so that's our Skyrim cast. If I if I figure out how to stop my wife, I'll let you know. of Clue, I'm going to have sex with my wife. <laughs> uh, 
So we're, we're boyhowdy.org. We are not boyhowdy.org. We're we so are. sorry for this podcast. <laughs> we're also we are so, at, so sorry. At boyhowdy podcast on Twitter. Man, we didn't answer. You You were so sweetly solicited oh, questions of people. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, just real quick. Well, I solicited cartoon questions from people, <laughs> uh, which I think are probably out of date now. <laughs> Here, entertain people while I bring that up. We are, um, you can also <laughs> yell at us. We're howdy at boyhowdy.org. Um, you can, of course, leave a comment at boyhowdy.org. Is that an email? Yeah. Oh, it directs to both of us. Have you never noticed how you've gotten weird boyhowdy email in your Oh, inbox? that's right. Yeah. Okay. That's where that's from, Bill. I haven't hacked the Matrix. That's just a redirect email that drops Oh, we did get a question about suicide and Looney Tunes cartoons. Man, you know what does make me sad about Looney Tunes cartoons? When What's I was that? a kid, you could watch it on Saturday morning cartoons. No. Is that you school? have to buy a fucking Blu-ray? You have to buy or a Blu-ray like to watch yeah. it. That is Man. fucked up wrong. How do kids learn that the Romeo and Juliet overture means that people are falling in love? Man, so uh, Daniel Fight, who asked us about Looney Tunes and suicide. Yeah, we're definitely young enough to remember uh, old Looney Tunes. Oh cartoons. hell yeah! You're, you're talking to old school cartoon fanatics. Yeah, because we're ancients. We're we, older than Don Time. We are. Great no, old. I remember racist cartoons. You know what? Even. We're so old that we're actually. T- uh, having this conversation on top of a mountaintop not using our mouths <laughs> we're just waiting for someone who knows enough about cartoons to come up and shout at us about cartoons okay, we brought it back to Skyrim just saying excellent uh, our friend um ketchup man I'm sure he's never gotten that joke Stephen Heights is it Heinz or Heinz? Oh I'm just gonna let Pittsburgh you... it's Heinz because that's the ketchup you make the ketchup Stephen Heinz who we just, I just, uh, did you mail my copy of uh, Uncharted 3 to him? I need to send him Uncharted 3. Uh, Steven, you're getting my copy of Uncharted 3 because it's a terrible game. Hope you have fun. Fuck you. Uh, everyone seems to have one or two glory stories about being out and about and bam, a dragon attacked out of nowhere. Do you all? Do we have dragon uh, attacking stories? To be honest with you, I have only, when I went to Riften to get a uh, necklace so I could shtup a lady... Um, the dragon flew overhead, and I was like, fuck you, I've got things to do. I have only ever fought dragons in this one location, the first place where you fight a dragon in the game, right outside of Whiterun. Yeah. And I've fought three dragons there. I've not oh, that's get... it? Yeah, they respawn there, that's all I've done. Did you just fart? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's your dragon no! attack. Did you shout out of your butt? <laughs> I saw that blue firestorm. Ah! She burped. Oh, that was a burp. I just can't. Okay. My, my ankle popped. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, that was ankle yeah, made? Yeah. That sounded like a fat death charge <laughs> fart. As a fat man, I know how this sound. Why am I still recording? Have you had any moments where dragon Oh, I just said, other than the moment I chose to be a werewolf, walked outside, got inside, the moment I stick my head out, I didn't even hear the dragon or anything like that. I'm like, no, 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 I'm a werewolf. Fire just fills the screen. I'm like, where the fuck that came from? I thought maybe the whole world outside got destroyed and I just walked oh, into man. it. And then I realized it, it's, it's, it. you know what? I'm wondering, I think it may have been a dragon already attacking a bear. Because this oh. bear and the dragon kept on attacking each other. And that's when I actually did manage to kill the dragon, but then the, the bear killed me. Which is funny that the bear outlived the dragon in that. Yeah. Fight, which shows you how the dragons aren't really on top of the food chain in the Skyrim well, world. Well, no, the dragons get, in, like, get more powerful as you go on. Oh, I hope so. But still, it's If you're paying attention to the text and looting screens, Bill, uh, it's oh, the green dragons It's Ubisoft. This is awful. Why am I still recording? This is why we gotta talk about stuff on this podcast today, just video games. Then we just get fucking juvenile. Um, but yeah, we get fucking juvenile. Yeah, you're I can't believe you've been playing that much and you have not been uh encountering that many dragons. No. Are you just hiding? 
Well, I'll see a dragon and I'll go, fuck you. I'm doing something. You, fight. you, you absorb his soul. I have, I have, I have enough you, souls to have all of the shouts that and I then have you, unlocked. And then you grab his scales and bones and get weighed down and you have to throw them in a garbage ba- bag until you can come back and collect them later. <laughs> see, you know, they're in my house. I have a chest at home. Like, it's the first thing into the left. put stuff on display. That is weird. There are plaques in my house where I'm like, so this is where I put X, Y, or Z, right? That's fable making. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. And that is literally the only way in which we think that Fable is superior to Skyrim. Fable. Man. Here, let's just take a moment and be sad about Fable. Man. Fable, man, next Fable comes out after Skyrim, it better be fucking good. It's a Kinect game, Bill. It's a no, Kinect I'm talking game. about a real Fable game. Not, well, if they Peter Molyneux is crying game. right now. He's like, that is the real. <laughs> <laughs> you get to touch god. a tree that is as real as Fable ever gets. Oh my god, we'll have to have a Fable cast someday. That'll uh, just be us just crying to our beers. Okay, anyway, yeah, so that's... <laughs> this, is this is the fourth ending to our Skyrim <laughs> podcast. How long? Yeah, anyway, yeah. Hey everybody, we like Skyrim. We'll talk to you next week about maybe not Skyrim. Probably well, What are we going to talk about? Cartoons, cartoons or Game of the Year? I would actually like to watch Snow White and talk about Snow White. We need to start doing our watching Disney thing. Yes! Bill, I hereby commit to you on air that we will watch Disney, Snow White, and then talk about it. We will do that next week, and we will watch some Looney Tunes cartoons, and we will talk about cartoons next week. Because that's something I like to do. Our Thanksgiving podcast will be about cartoons. Because we How are thankful, thankful for cartoons. I am for cartoons. Dear Lord, yes. We I'm so watch... thankful that my mom really felt strongly about cartoons and made me watch yeah, all the cartoons. Yeah, I've never seen all of Snow White. I used to have the, the album... Of Snow White, the the vinyl album Man, of this kid. That woman's voice, oh dear that lord, that shit has not it aged well. It makes my ovaries to crawl up we'll out my more, ears. Yeah, we'll talk more about that next week. The way yeah. that I feel about that woman's voice is exactly how people are going to feel about <laughs> Shrek jokes in twenty five years. They're going to be like Smash Mouth. What is this shit? <laughs> this is awful. Okay, guys, uh, anyway, we'll see you next week. Take care, y'all. Another day, walking in circles, haunted by memories, I push on this wheel. I pray to Klam, grant me revenge, and help me to answer the riddle of steel. A shy little boy, I couldn't protect them. Helpless and timid, as weak as a girl. They butchered my people, the dogs ate my father, my mother...